Honestly, I mean, they're one of the best fans in DMV. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy C Marty Fit, and we back here with another episode of the Less Brunches, More Crunches podcast. Uh, it's currently Tuesday. Uh, I just got back from a little vacation. I took three or four days off. I know y'all used to me posting every day, but I had some terrible Wi-Fi out there. So I, I planned on posting and recording out there, but I just I ended up letting it go because my Wi-Fi was trash. But we back. So uh, today's episode is a little more educational, but you know I'm sure my true fitness people will enjoy it. Uh, you'll learn something from it. And uh, I am criticizing one person. And I was right again. I told y'all so. So we're going to check out this first video by Alex Hermosi. Big time fitness guy. He's built a couple gyms. And uh, he's giving you some game right here on how to be successful with your fitness goals. So let's check him out. I said no to friends. That I said no to alcohol. So I stopped drinking entirely. I stopped saying yes to any social events. You have to let other people's dream of you die so that your dream can live. Because there's only so much of you to go around. Everybody else is trying to get you to be the version of you that best serves them, including your family. I don't think it's a malicious intention, but they have goals for you that are probably not your goals for you. And somebody's goals have to die. And where most of them die is right in the middle, which is you try and do theirs and you try and do yours and you actually accomplish neither. So you might as well do 100% yours, do none of theirs, and then actually achieve the long-term goal, which they probably have, is that you live a happy and successful life. He just gave y'all straight bars. Um, you know, everything he said is true. And he basically just told y'all everything you need to know to be successful on your journey, especially when it involves people being negative or not supporting your goals. So um, one thing that stood out was when he said st he stopped saying yes to events and drinking. Um, and when you when you do that, when you don't say yes to these events, um, you're not even putting yourself in that situation. A lot of times we f we fall uh, to peer pressure. Like you might go to an event and be like, "Hey, I'm not, I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to eat that." And then people are like, "It's only one. It's only this only." And then next thing you know, you're full from eating a whole bunch of crap, eating a whole bunch of snacks, or you drunk <laughs> from taking too many shots. So uh, you know, it's easy to do that. And if you don't put yourself in that situation, 100% chance that you're not going to do it. And I mean, I find myself like I'll go on like a you know two week shred or a month shred just to ramp up what I'm doing. And when I'm strict with it, you know, when I say, hey, I'm not going out for the next two weeks or four weeks, I always accomplish my goal. But anytime I say, oh, I'll go out and just not do anything, I fail most of the time. And same with like spending money, you you know, <laughs> everything's on our phone now, unfortunately. But um, you go out and spend some money and you didn't intend to. I'm only going to spend this amount. I'm only going to spend this amount. You end up spending more. It's the same thing. So just don't put yourself in a situation and you'll be good. And, um, you know, I remember just, you know, he talked about you know, losing friends and, you know, family, people judging you, being negative about it because their goals don't match yours. I, rem I remember being at a party, um, you know, when I first got into fitness and, you know, I wasn't, I, was, I wasn't drinking. I just said, I'm not drinking tonight. People were like, what? Why? What's wrong with you? Da -da -da. And I was like, you know, I'm trying to you know, get my body right. And, they were like, whatever, man. Like, they didn't want to hear it. And now you look at where we are. Look at my body now. Six years later, look at their body. We're no longer friends. But, you know, I live the fulfilled life. I do what I, I love for a living. Um, you know, I enjoy doing this podcast. 
I go on vacation when I want to. So, I mean, our lives are just different and it paid off. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy about that. And um, we here, man. So let's get it. And it's okay to reinvent yourself. It's okay to become the new you. You might be known as the turn up guy. You might be known as the person that's the foodie. You might be known as a person who didn't go to the gym, who was always there to hang out. It's okay to reinvent yourself. Uh, and people gonna, if people really love you, they're going to support it. And some, sometimes when, when we reinvent ourselves, it shows us who really rocks with us and who doesn't, who loves us and who doesn't. And um, the type of person I am, I'd like to know. Like, I want to know if you really are my friend, if you really love me. And a lot of times when you try to get to that next level, you find out people don't really love you. <laughs> and they, let me take that back. They might love you, but you're going to make them feel some type of way when you're elevating and they stay the same because they don't have what it takes to elevate. They don't have the mindset. They don't have the consistency. They don't have the discipline to change and elevate themselves. So you're going to make them feel bad. And who cares? But yeah, man, that was that was some bars by Alex Hermosi. <laughs> Yeah, great, great guy to listen to, man. He he knows his stuff, and like I said, he's been pretty successful. So now this next clip we got from the Mind Pump Media podcast. We've done some uh, some clips from them before, but um, he's basically talking about uh, you can't burn it off. You can't burn off your calories, and he explains how you can burn a certain amount of calories in the gym with a great workout. But you're training your body to burn calories outside of the gym. You're training your body to speed up metabolism. That's how it happens. So let's check out what he got to say. You don't burn that many calories when you move. It's not that much. An hour of really hard exercise will burn you maybe 400 calories. I know that you know the machines at the yeah, gym the say, will say a thousand, or but something they're crazy. full of crap. It's like 400 calories maybe. 400 calories, I mean, that's a lot of work to burn something that you could eat in 10 minutes, right? What if we could teach your metabolism to burn 400 more calories on its own? In other words, just, just doing your, your daily life, right? The way you do that is you move towards building muscle, is you feed your body appropriately. And through the process of building muscle, not just having more muscle, because more muscle does burn more calories, but also telling your body it doesn't need to be as efficient with calories, that will make your metabolism move in the direction of faster. I've taken you know young ladies like yourself and gotten them to burn 800 more calories a day through a faster metabolism, for example. That's not way out of the ballpark of, of reasonable, by the way. So you can do this by teaching your metabolism to burn more calories. It's a much more sustainable approach. Man, they be spitting on that podcast. That's straight bars. Uh, great info by the my Pump uh, podcast. And so basically, like I said, you can't burn it off. Uh, I've had so many clients who could, they can't get their mindset right about eating correctly. They don't understand. You know, I've even had girls, my clients always run back and tell me stuff when people talk behind my back. I've had girls literally come to the gym like, I'm doing all this shit in the gym and I ain't losing no weight. But mind you, this is a girl who, uh, she would come to the gym, she wouldn't eat correctly, and then she was like drinking wine every night because she saw something that had that said wine is good for you, <laughs> like or it's a better option. So she thought it was okay, and so you come in the gym and you're pretty much continuing to slow your metabolism down with what you put in your body, and you're not building muscle to burn the fat, right? You're uh, sorry, you're not 
burning calories outside the gym. And a lot of one thing people don't realize is you burn calories in your sleep. You could do whatever the hell you want in the gym. You can go hard. You can work out for two hours. But if you don't do what you need to do when it's time to go to sleep at night, your body's not going to recover. That's when the fat burns. So um, another thing, too, a lot of people are concerned with, like, how many calories they burn on their Apple Watch. And that's not the key to getting that goal. The key is burning the calories all day, every day, for a consecutive period of time. That's how the weight comes off. That's how you get the results. And you like, you know, I have clients all the time, like, let's say they burn 400 on the Apple Watch. And a different day, they might have burned 600. 600 is very high, but it's they think they didn't have a good workout because they only burned 400, and that's not the way to measure it. So um, that eating is imperative. You you got to get it. You got to get it right and train your body to burn more outside of the gym. And I, I like how he worded this. Um, and then it's a short amount of time too that you're in the gym, so you can only do but so much in that short amount of time, you know. But um, it's important to, to eat clean so you can burn that muscle and increase your metabolism. All right. Now this last video, man. I told y'all this was going to happen a couple weeks ago. Nobody wanted to listen to me, but I told you this was coming. So we got another lady on uh, airplanes complaining about the spacing of the seats, and it's hard for her to maneuver and everything like that. So um, I found a video on TikTok. So let's check her out. This is an awkward topic, but we're going to go ahead and get awkward and talk about it. I don't fit in a standard airplane lavatory at all. Forget the difficulty of having to get two seats to fly. Accessibility to a bathroom is the number one roadblock for me when it comes to long distance travel. While I was researching solutions to this, I found this website, wheelchairtravel.org. They have a really great article on wheelchair accessible airplane lavatories. This is where I learned that US law requires wheelchair accessible lavatory on all wide body crafts, but they don't make the same requirement for narrow bodies. So if I'm flying on a narrow body airplane, I can't use the bathroom and my maximum flight time is about six hours. I've never had a problem with that before, except once I came super close to having an accident on a flight from San Francisco to Chicago, there was some bad weather and my plane was rerouted. They tacked on an extra two hours to the flight and things got a little sketch. <laughs> So I told y'all a while back that there are going to be more victims, quote unquote, that want special attention and they, they want change. They want airlines to make a change because of their size, because of the decisions that they've made over the years. Right. Um, and we got to stop this victim culture. Everyone wants to be a victim somehow. Instead of looking in the mirror and fixing your shit, it's like you just want to cry about it. And um, it's, it's, it's unfortunate because the world's only getting unhealthier. There's going to be more women like this. And it puts these airlines, it puts these businesses in a bad spot because, you know, I'm not going to bring up specific examples, but there have been plenty of times where companies have been pressured to make decisions to accommodate a certain demographic of people and they end up biting them in the ass later. They end up losing money. And the only reason I don't want to bring it up is because, you know, I try to keep my, my, my content fitness related. And if I bring up other companies, we're going into <laughs> we're going into a whole different topic, whole different situation. And um, 
you know, I'm here to educate about fitness. That's what I do. Maybe one day later down the road, when you know, maybe when my platform grows or if people request it. But uh, yeah, a lot of companies have hurt themselves by doing that. And after they hurt themselves, they end up reversing the the policy or the rule or the you know whatever it was. They end up reversing back because they lost so much money. Uh, it just it just happened to two big companies recently. Look it up if you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and um, I will give Shorty some credit because it seems like she is trying to find some solutions. She's trying to, uh, and I, I couldn't put the whole clip because it's like three or four minutes long. But she mentioned how she looked for bigger aircrafts. She's doing the wheelchair accessibility thing and the, the handicapped bathrooms. So she is trying to make solutions, but that's the wrong solution. If you're going to make a solution, lose, lose 100 pounds, lose 200 pounds. That's how you, that's how you do it. Um, or drive. <laughs> Get another way of transportation, but that's gonna, that's actually gonna, probably gonna be worse for her. Um, it's crazy because she flies so much and wants this entitlement. She had said something like, I forgot what it was. She had like uh, 19 trips in the past year or the past few months. She's flown 19 times. Crazy. Um, but yeah, man, it's just like uh, she's she's at the end of the day, she's part of the problem. Even though she's trying to find solutions, she's part of her problem. To the point where she almost used a bathroom on herself on a flight because it was so hard for her to get to the bathroom. That's insane. That's ridiculous. You know you got a five-hour flight. You know there's a chance you're going to have to use the bathroom. Even if you use the bathroom before the flight, sometimes on, on them long flights, you got to do what you got to do. You got to go to the bathroom. I, I hate going to the air, uh, bathroom on airplanes. It's hard. It's small for me. And I'm six feet tall. So I have trouble in the bathrooms. It's small for me. So uh, it's very irresponsible of her. But, um, you know, that's the culture we live in. And that's why I do my podcast. I want to reverse this bullshit. I want to get rid of it. So, um, unfortunately, we're still dealing with this bullshit. And it's only going to be more to come. Uh, you know, the biggest takeaway from this is just uh, you're not privileged because you don't do the same thing that other people do to prevent the problems that you have. So because you ate for years, you drank for years, you were sedentary for years, does not make you privileged because someone like myself or anyone else chose not to. Um, we got access to enough technology, access to enough information to prevent stuff like this, even if you want to enjoy yourself want to enjoy food there's a way to do it without participating in gluttony and gorging yourself all right get educated make something happen you're not a victim and people are not going to feel bad for you right so look man another episode of the less brunches more crunches podcast it's my first episode back um i got you know i got in pretty late last night but i got to get some content up for you so this is a shorter one the next one is going to be back to, you know, 20, 30 minutes long. And, um, you know, appreciate you for listening. If you have anything you want me to react to specifically, send it over to me. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Follow my social media in the description. And look, I'll holler at y'all real soon. We out. Honestly, I mean, they're one of the best friends in DMV.